Welcome to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron G. This is episode 38. That is super fresh right now. It is the RVing through New Zealand and the five things we would have done differently. And we wanted to record this now. We're currently still in New Zealand. And so we wanted to record this while it was super fresh and like we were in it, we were going through it because it's easy to kind of forget things once you move on to the next experience. So, And got to say, we are currently in a hotel and so there are hotel noises going on. Um, the last episode that we recorded, the fire alarm went off and they were like, evacuate the building. Real so life, this is Aaron real life. Butt naked. I did with Thanks my backpack <laughs> and my hiking boots. That's it. Because mm-hmm. so I like to record these podcasts butt naked in my hiking boots. <laughs> yeah, I get to it. <laughs> anyway. Let's get into it. But before we get into this episode, um, you know, again, we're, we're doing a lot of these podcasts right now through, through New Zealand and why we're in New Zealand. And so with that being said, um, if you really want a visual of everything that we've been going through, we've done a really good job of documenting on our YouTube channel and doing videos of all the experiences and all the things that we've been going through. So definitely check that out. That's on Kim and Aaron G on YouTube. That is uh, Aaron, E-R-R-A-N-G. And for those of you guys who don't know us, we are Kim and Aaron G. We are healthcare travelers. We've been traveling all over the United States for the past eight years with our pug, Mimi LaRue. And this year, we're taking off an entire year from taking contracts. And we're going to go travel around the world and we're going to make YouTube videos and we're going to do podcasts. We're going to be sharing all the things and all of the experiences and adventures we have with you. Yep. So make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G at YouTube at Kim and Aaron G and obviously this podcast. Correct. And I think it's funny because Kim and I's MO is work really, really hard to take a lot of time off. So if you like that, we're your people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. getting into this episode why it is super fresh and why we are sitting in a hotel and not our camper van so if you if you didn't listen to our pros and cons of van life go back and listen to it um it's a great place to start to kind of get some insight into our experience of living in a van for the last few weeks and so here's the thing the the name the title is our being through new zealand five things we would have done differently and This is, again, things we would have done differently knowing what we know now. Currently being in New Zealand with the trip behind us, reflecting back, hindsight's 2020, and being able to take a look back and be like, these are the things we wish we would have done differently. Right. And again, Kim is the planner in this family. Um, She plans everything. It is her dream. She loves it. I let her roll. Just go with it, boo. Do your thing. Come up with a plan. Here's my suggestions. Make it you work. just drive you there. I drive you there. And I, I'm the muscle. You know, if we get a flat tire, which we did, <laughs> I change it. That's just kind of the thing. I unload the boxes and I unload the bins and the suitcases and make sure the poo is, is, is you know, eliminated out of the van. Stuff like that. So Kim's the planner. With that being said... She reads a lot of blogs and she comes up with a lot of things based off of people that have done that. The one thing I wanted to add is we always like to add a little mindset tip in a lot of the things that we do. And, you know, in hindsight, looking back on it, you don't really know anything until you experience it. 
and you have nothing to compare it to. You can only go off of everybody else's experiences, and that's a great place to start. But also looking back right now with this podcast, and what we really wanted to bring is we went, we did the best we could, we experienced everything we wanted to, but now that we have something to compare it to, we have the feeling, we have the experience, we have you know, all the things that we did, we are easily now able to go back and have conversations and be like, what would we have done differently knowing what we know now, knowing the feelings that we had, the experiences we had, actually seeing it, doing it, achieving it? Yeah. And that's such a great point because, you know, I use the two wandering souls as such a great blog for travel and they have tons of itineraries and cool things. And I use their itinerary that they did through New Zealand. And I use that to help shape our itinerary and the experiences we were going to have. And I obviously fine tuned it based off you and I, but even you listening to this podcast and watching our YouTube videos or whatever that is, you're going to gather information and you're going to plan things around it, but then you only really know once you're in it, in the thick of it, right? And you do the best you can with what you have to work with. Right. And a little caveat is, you know, Kim and I might have more bougie type of experiences in certain areas than you. You might actually like getting out of a car after a 15-hour drive and putting up a tent and putting up the tent is an adrenaline rush for you. That is not how Kim and I like to operate. So, so can I every, say something? Yeah, everybody has their difference, right? Yeah, so take what you want, leave what you don't. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like I always take what I want from other people's experiences and and leave what like doesn't feel like I don't connect with. Right. That being said, it's kind of funny because we realize that so we're not bougie by any means like mm-hmm. we don't need to we don't stay in fancy resorts or five-star resorts like we're very simple we like to be comfortable and we like good locations but other than that we're pretty easy going with where we stay where we live when we travel the hotels all that kind of stuff but we did realize living in this van that we are kind of bougie campers we are I feel, we're glampers yeah Exactly. Because I love, love, love the aspect of being in nature and waking up and like being surrounded by mountains or on a beautiful lake and like being in like the essence of that environment. But I I would love to have like someone cooking for me. <laughs> I would love like, me. <laughs> yeah, like when you were cooking, I was happy as a cow. <laughs> when I was making your coffee. And you would just get up and go to the bathroom and come back. Your coffee would be made. The bed would be made. Totally. You were like the happiest. That's so true. I I prefer when someone's, I don't love cooking. It's just not what I love to do. So I love either like going out to eat or having someone cook for me. I love being in like a comfortable bed, you know, not in a bunk and just like these little things. So we realize like we're not bougie people, but when it comes to like, like people were showing up and you know had been hiking all day and they were like putting up dude i literally watched a couple in mount cook i sat out in my little chair and i sat there and watched them battling like 60 mile an hour winds (laughs) working together setting up a tent at like 6 p.m after they had been out on the trail they were dirty they were changing in the back of their car after setting up their tent stuff's blowing around they're running around and they're just happy as can be and that's fine that's great good on you 
Good on ya. Good on Good ya. On ya. We've it's been hearing true. that a lot yeah. in New Zealand. Good on ya. Good on ya. You're not like hating on anybody. You're just no. like, good on ya. Like, if that's what like gets your jollies off, you do you. But we realize from this experience that while we love certain aspects of it, like that, we, we aren't ever going to be those people or the people that are riding their bikes down these oh my crazy God. ass roads. In the rain with it, all of their stuff on their back. And then they pull into our campground after riding all day and set up their tents and go cook their dinner and sit outside and clean up and do all the things. It's just like, that's just, we like more ease. Can I add one more? Yeah. We literally pulled into a gas station. There was these two girls in the rain with a cardboard sign they were hitchhiking through New Zealand, which is a big thing, apparently. Yeah. Crazy thing is, is their sign said the Tongaria Crossing is where they wanted to go. We were heading there. So we're like, oh, my God, that's crazy, like, that they're doing that. We literally, um, she was, I was pumping gas, and she's like, hey, this guy's going to take us halfway. Is that cool? And the girl's like, yeah, better halfway than nowhere, right? So they hop in this car. They drive. I'm like, Damn, good on you. Like, that's crazy, right? We literally hiked the Tongaria Crossing. Those two girls passed us. They made it. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, they made it, and they're hiking the Tongaria Crossing with us. Yeah. And it's funny. I'll never do that. No, and I think it's just like being real with what kind of traveler you are. And I think there was a part of us that we wanted to be more rustic in that way of like, and again, I'm cool with like not sh- I, not showering for We've days. been wearing the same clothes for three days. I've been wearing the same clothes for three days. Hadn't taken a shower. Like I'm cool with all of that. I yeah. think for me, it's just like, I just like, and I said this a minute ago, but I like the ease of things. I want things to be easy and I just want to be comfortable in wherever I am. And so we were trying to, I felt like we were trying to justify of like, we need to be yes. a certain way. We need to be good campers and we need to love this. And we need to be like, you know, living off the land and it's like just be real with yourself and we had a conversation where like that's just not who we are why are we being hard on ourselves and why are we actually trying to put ourselves in a spectrum right and i think that was a a big discussion we had on our ride here um was you know we are adventurous we live an adventurous lifestyle that seems crazy to people in the united states why aren't you settling down why aren't you finding a house why aren't you having kids and we're like no we want to live where everything fits in our jeep and we don't own anything and that is catching on that is very adventurous we are technically homeless at at this moment like we don't have anything our everything we own is in our jeep in san francisco right now and we're going to drive across to florida when we get home that's pretty adventurous but when it comes down to that, we said that rustic lifestyle, why are we trying to be what we're really not and try to fit into a spectrum that is not very comfortable for us? Yeah. With that being said, it did bring up a lot of stuff and it did bring up, you know, a lot of conversations that I feel you and I needed to have. And if we wouldn't have put ourselves in that situation, we'd have just been moseying through life without ever bringing these things up. Exactly. And I think... That, that's been like a big takeaway. So this is kind of a total tangent, but just real talk is like, these are things that came up for us on this trip and being in this tiny little van with nothing else to do, but like talk and be together. It's like, it did bring up a lot. And, and because we're about to embark on this year of traveling, it's like, what kind of travelers are we? Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of experiences do we want to have? And 
really being honest with it and not trying to be who we're not or be a certain way because we feel like we should be a certain way, but Mm -hmm. what do we actually want and how do we actually prefer to travel Mm -hmm. and what is this really going to look like for us? And just had a very honest conversation about who we are and and owning it. Yeah. And we also said that- Who cares what anyone else thinks? If we're dealing with a lot of these stresses, not pulling apart from each other, but actually coming yeah. together more. And I think that was a big win in this in this time. A hundred percent. And even when we made a decision to like get a hotel for the night, you know, a part of us was like, oh, well, gosh, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to know that we got a hotel or, you know, because now we're being bad can- or bad van people or whatever. And it's like, who freaking cares what anyone else thinks? We're doing yeah. what feels good to us and we're traveling in a way that works for us. And that might look different for you. You might be more of a budget traveler. You might be more of a bougie traveler. Like there's all different people on all different spectrums and so we have to like be honest about how we like now granted when we start traveling next year we would or this year in a a a couple weeks um we will be on a budget yep and we ought we can like we said live very basic and accommodations when it comes to like hotels and things like that and food but at the end of the day we want to be comfortable and we want a space to spread out. We need a place to work. We're also entrepreneurs. We're also building an online business and we need space and room to grow. And we just felt like we had to justify our camping style. And we're like, no, we freaking don't. Nope. We need to just be us and do what feels good. And guess what? Here we are in Here a hotel. Are. Yeah. The happiest clams. Well, and we just saw a sign today at a coffee shop that said coffee spelled backwards is EFOC. Mm-hmm. And it says, I don't give e-fuck until I have my coffee. I love that. Well, I don't give e-fuck about camping the way that we camp in our style. Exactly. So. Been in a hotel for two nights and I couldn't be happier. Yep. I agree. This has been the best thing ever. Loving New Zealand, but happy to be in a comfortable room right now. Exactly. Okay. That was a long tangent. It but was a good one though. Those are things that come up yeah. and we always like to keep it real and be honest about what's yeah. up with us. So let's so, get to number one. So, oh wait, first though, I wanted oh. to say what you need to think about. So these are the five things that we would have done differently. Obviously, this is specifically speaking about our New Zealand experience. And this is going to depend on how much time you have and what your interests are. So mm-hmm. we only had three weeks. So we're going off of the time that we had knowing what we know now. Well, how would we have spent those three weeks differently? Because three weeks is a very short amount of time because there's a lot that you want to get in in New Zealand. It's a short amount of time in New Zealand perspective. Exactly. But a lot of time in a lot of people's vacations. Uh, right? Right. Exactly. A lot of people have two weeks. In retrospect, I would have only done the van for two weeks and then like traded her in. Yeah. Exactly. Because the van was awesome for two weeks, then we were over it. Correct. But there's also another caveat to that as well that we're going to get into. Uh, The fact that I was going to book the van for six weeks. Very true. That is. We wouldn't have made it. We we never would have survived. We wouldn't have. No. Period. End of story. Right. And I think that gets into knowing thyself. Know thyself. We wouldn't have. Maybe you would. Try it out. See what you think. Yeah. Okay. Number one. The biggest thing we would have done, and again, I'm telling you, we only have three weeks. We would have skipped the North Island completely. Yep. We would have used these three weeks to go around the South Island. The South Island is far better, in our opinion, than the North Island. And we honestly wish we wouldn't have wasted the six days there that we did. With that being said, we did drive six and a half hours in the <laughs> wrong direction. 
Um, if you want to get a visual of that, go check out our YouTube channel because I videotaped the entire thing, reactions and oh all. Oh my God, that was a freaking nightmare. So yeah, that being said, that was a huge mistake. So that set us back. Two but days. Two days. And the whole reason we went is because we wanted to do the Tongaria Crossing, which... Which I'm glad we did. I'm so glad we did. That video will show what that was really Yo. like. It was honestly one of the hardest things we've ever done. It was such a big challenge. Especially, especially when you go into it thinking it's going to be a nice leisurely stroll with a couple challenges when the whole thing was literally knock your ass off. Kick, kicked our ass. <laughs> we like literally were crawling down. Like we were hanging on the back of a bus. We hitchhiked like, on a bus because the guy <laughs> felt bad for us because he saw how we were walking. We actually said, no, we don't want to ride. He saw the way we were walking. So he was going to charge us. That's he was going to charge us. And he said, just get on the bus. I feel bad for you guys. Yeah. That's how bad we look. Yeah. So watch that video. But yeah. anyways, that's why we went. And that was amazing. And I'm glad that we did it. But again, would have left that one out. Would have left out the North Island because the South Island is incredible. Oh, it really God. is. It is filled with the most beautiful sights, the most beautiful water. Glaciers, hiking, everything, mountains, hiking, adventure, everything. It's beautiful. Yeah. So number one, that's one thing we would have mm -hmm. different. So I'll say this. If you only have two weeks, you have to pick and choose. It is not enough time to do both islands. Like nope. you are driving for hours and hours a day, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit in a minute, but it's not enough time. You will be so rushed if you're trying to cram in two islands in two weeks i really don't think you'll get the most out of the experience and i honestly don't feel like it's the best use of your time Agreed. so i would pick one island and just really dive into that 100%. south island and even two weeks again you're still going to be moving rather quickly if you want to kind of get in as much as possible right and you can realize that you can fly into christchurch and actually take a camper van from christchurch yeah. which is the south island which is what I wish we would have done. Exactly. Okay. Number two. Number two. Oh boy. We wish that we would have gotten a bigger rig, meaning not a Toyota freaking Sienna van with a, <laughs> with a increased cabin on top, which was the bunk for sleeping. <laughs> this is the second podcast we've done that the fire alarm's gone off. Please evacuate the building immediately by the nearest fire exit. Okay, so that was another one of those, like, I guess, commercial breaks because this podcast is brought to you by Kim and Aaron G YouTube. Check it out, subscribe, and hammer that like button. Oh my God, stop. Anyway, oh, or the fire alarm's going off because this podcast is on fire. That was awesome. <laughs> you okay. Want to say that. Okay. Where were we? We were basically talking about a bigger rig, saying that we wouldn't be driving around in a Toyota Sienna van uh, with an increased bunk on top. Um, with that being said, you know, the bigger rig for Kim and I, right? Th this was great. It had a bunk. It had a kitchen. It had a bathroom, like a fully used bathroom with a shower in it, right? I couldn't fit in the bathroom because I'm a big rhino, as Kim calls me. <laughs> big rhino in a little van. Yeah. And I'm baby rhino. Yeah, and I'm not the most flexible, so that really, like, was an added thing. But we also said... The fact that we're trying to edit, we're trying to do podcasts, we're trying to just, we like to sit and talk to each other, you know, and be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And if we would have had a bed in the back of the of the rig in an RV, and then also like a little dining sitting area, and then the driving area with storage, like underneath, it would have been fantastic. It would have been, been a different experience. And the other thing is, you know... I'm a super light sleeper. And so to put this in perspective, like I'm sleeping, we're sleeping on a bunk. 
right? In the middle of everything, right? There's nowhere else to go. She's a super light sleeper who has to potty a lot as well. Right. So in order to go to the bathroom, I'd have to like stumble my way off of the bunk, jump down. When both of us are up there, you have to crawl over the other one. So it's like I would go to the bathroom. I'd wake Aaron up. It's like a whole thing. But I usually, I always go to bed earlier, right? Like you're just more of a night owl than I am. And so I would be up in the bunk and then Aaron would be down and he would be trying to edit videos and it's like I could hear everything so he was keeping me up but then it's like he was just trying to do his thing and so again it's like for us personally just having that little bit of extra space where I could go in a room close the door you could do whatever you wanted that would have been a total game changer for us yeah we did have a little argument where I was like I'm not down here playing games (laughs) I don't like I don't care what you're doing I can still hear every single movement that you make because it was just like the it's crickety as well yeah so what we would have done differently either gotten a bigger rig and again just a a little bit bigger there's these brits that are like these mini not people they're they're campsites (laughs) (laughs) yeah not to be confused with like people which we don't wave at the brits yeah only the juicy we only wave at the juicy yeah but we're we're in like a legit van where the Brits, the company, is like a mini RV. Or wilderness. Of what we would think of in the United States is like an RV, right? Mm-hmm. And so we would have done that or we would have just gotten a little car because, again, go back and listen to the pros and cons. We'll say this a lot because we kind of dive into all of that. Uh, in that episode but the roads here are incredibly windy they're all mountain roads and so we would have gotten a little car we could have zipped around in and then we would have stayed at different cabins and motels along the way because everywhere we've stayed not talking about freedom camping which is like free camping where you can pull over and you can camp but like the holiday parks and the top 10 parks which is where we primarily stayed so we would have electricity so we could charge everything they all had cabins and they all had places that you could stay in a room for the night. Kim literally was like, you stay in the van. I'm going to stay in one of these I know. Rooms. I was like, I'm literally going and getting a room and I just want my own time. I'm introverting right now. Yes. <laughs> and again, for somebody like me, I am an introvert. You're like, a morning introvert. Um, yes. Perfect. Like that's so specific. In the morning... I'm an introvert. I like to wake up. I like to have coffee. I like to just be quiet. I don't want to wake up and start talking and the whole thing. And so being able to just like have a little bit of space that I can just like wake up, have my time and then like be a human. I want to go off on a small scenic route because it really describes this. This is hilarious. Okay. So I thought reading blogs, fine, we'll have a campsite. Campsites are amazing. What I can picture from camping in the United States with my grandparents. It was always so much fun to go out in the morning and you're just like in nature and it's beautiful and the sound of the birds, right? So yesterday we're at Mount Cook oh my God. and we were at the White Hill Horse, White Horse Hill campsite Yeah. and we hear this rattling around on the top of our van Come to find out they have mountain parrots there that are called Kias. And we do, we talk about this in the video, which we actually show the Kias. They are extremely destructive. They are super smart and they're protected birds. They're assholes. They're assholes. They rip the rubber lining out of people's cars to try to get in and get food. Even though they can't do that, that they just terrorize things. You legit they... watch them tear up a guy's tent. I think he was in it screaming. <laughs> I Literally, my first thought is, is there somebody dead in there? Because why are they going after it so much? And people are laughing and taking pictures while they're tearing apart somebody's tent. Yeah. So with that being said, Kim wanted to come out in the morning. 
our van is surrounded by 15 to 20 people with their cameras out filming these birds on top of our van. So if you think that you're in a campsite and you can just walk out and have your morning, not true. There's always people around. I literally rolled over and was like, ah, like coming to. And I rolled over and looking out the window, I was like looking into like some random dude's eyes that he was like staring through the bunk because he was looking at those damn freaking birds. Dude, it was the first time I've ever felt like Beyonce and Jay-Z like waking up with the paparazzi around our van. I like put my sunglasses on to like. Don't film us. Like, and then they were filming the birds. I was like, really? And we talk about this in the other podcasts, but Uh, Camping in New Zealand, again, is very different because it's not like the States where typically you have more space at a site. It's like a whole vibe where this is basically cars lined up or vans lined up next to each other. So there's not a lot of privacy. So you would go out and you would sit, but you were always kind of surrounded by people. And then you didn't want to sit in the van because it wasn't comfortable. Kim and I were having a deep couple uh, conversation and all of a sudden, you're like, excuse me, do you have change for a 20? Like, we're just like, Jesus. Like, get like, out of here, bro. Like, <laughs> and then somebody was like, excuse me, there were birds on your car tearing oh up. And we're God. like, yeah, we were no in No shit. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, that being said, got, we would have gotten a bigger rig or we would have gotten a car and stayed in cabins. And to be honest, and we talk about this again in the other podcast about costs, it wouldn't have been that much of a price difference. No. It would have been about the same getting a camper van versus a car and, and staying in cabins and or the hotels. And the car would have got better gas mileage and less fill-ups. Exactly. I filled up. I fill up. If we drive two hours, I have to fill up. Exactly. So those would have been, we would have done things differently. Again, we stayed in a hotel a couple of nights because we just needed a little bit more space to spread out and get some stuff done. So that is a huge thing that we would have done differently for sure. Number three was a big one that I thought was going to be the way our trip went. And it was not. Um, We would have moved slower. With that being said, moving slower does take more time. And we were trying to get it all in. But I think for me as the driver, I thought three-hour drive, no problem. Three-hour drive in New Zealand is a lot different than three-hour drive in America yeah, or anywhere else. Because of the mountain roads, the fact that you're only – I could only really go um, 80 kilometers an hour, 90 kilometers an hour. There's some traffic. You have to pull over and let the traffic go if you're being nice and considerate, which you should be out here. Mm-hmm. Um And so three hour drive took all day. Um, And plus everything is so beautiful Mm -hmm. that you're always like, pull over, pull over. I want to take a picture. I want to do a video. I want to show this because it is gorgeous. And that's why you're here. Around every corner, you literally Mm. are like, pull over, pull over, pull over. So because it's beautiful and a two and a half hour drive could take you five hours easily. And that's what we noticed. We'd be like, oh, two and a half hour drive. We'll be there at one. As I'm driving... The time's not moving. Our ETA's not moving. It's going up and it's going up and it's going up. And you're like, damn, like this took all day. Right. And so what we originally thought coming to New Zealand, we're, you know, camper vanning through it. We're going to move slow. We're going to pull over. We're going to have all of this time and not be like stressed out driving all day because of our time restraints basically because again, we went to the North Island, which if we wouldn't have, we would have tapped on six more days in the South. But 
we were trying to get it all in. So we were moving, we were hustling. Like we were having to pick it. Like for instance, we were in Queenstown and we really wanted to, I say we really wanted to, we were scared shitless, but we wanted to take a big, like face a big fear. We wanted to bungee jump Mm -hmm. because we thought what a great way to kick off this year. It's something we're both really scared of. And it would have been one of those moments after the fact we would have been like, whoa. I really think it would have been a life changing moment. It would have. But we had to choose between that, staying an extra day and doing that, or going to Milford Sound. And so we went back and forth because, again, you have to think, everything is so spread out here. And so there's all the things you're going to want to see and do are hours apart. And so you just have to do a lot more time. And so we were very much, to get it all in, in this, like, focused driving where I wish we would have had a, more time to be more leisurely and stay stay longer in places we wanted well, to. Well, mind you, just to go to the Milford Sound was a two, two and a half day process just to get there. Because we had to drive from Queenstown to Teanu and then stay and then drive in for the Milford Sound, which is a very, it's the most isolated part of New Zealand. Exactly. So that's why it's not just like, oh, we'll just zip we'll in just and do it. We'll pop right over. Yeah, it's no. a day trip. No, it's a whole thing. So you really have to plan accordingly of where you're going. Mm-hmm. So just a sidebar with that, the places that we personally wish that we would have spent a little bit more time or had more time to spend were wine country, Marlboro area. That, oh. It's so beautiful. And we only got to spend a half a day and it was so much fun. Like the wine is awesome. The food, it's the just people, like a cool vibe. The restaurants were great. And what was cool about it is there's literally, I'm just guessing, there was like 15 wineries down one street. Yeah. And the street was 12 kilometers long. Yeah. So you could literally get up, ride a bike and go to these different wineries. And it was all set up for that. It was amazing. Yeah. One of our, one of the highlights. And then. Um, Queenstown, wish we would have had a couple more days to fart around Queenstown and then Mount Cook. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. we only got to spend a day there because bad storms came in and it was just gnarly. And if we would have had, if we'd had more time, we'd have been able to ride out the weather, just kind of hung out and then got up and done the, you know, the hikes that we wanted to do in the beautiful weather. Yeah. But we had to blow that off because... We didn't have enough time. One place that we did end up spending a lot of time, and I'm so happy we did, was the um, Abel, Tas- yeah, Abel, Abel Tasman. Abel Tasman National Park. It was so beautiful, and I oh, I loved being up there. So, yeah. and the campsite there was absolutely fantastic because oh. you were right across from the beach, and Kim actually would walk out there in the morning before all the tours would get in. She was the only one on the beach. Oh my god, it was beautiful, and I could just like sit there. And there was oh. a good restaurant, and there was like live music, and it was fun and entertaining, and, and there it was, was great. Like, a store, so it was very convenient yeah um so we really liked it there okay number four this is super specific and super specific to us in general yeah so with the time that we had like Mm -hmm. we keep saying if you have all the time in the world do all the things great on good on you good on you good on you if you don't we had to choose between bungeeing in queenstown or going to milford sound we chose milford sound and that was kind of a disappointment for us to be quite honest. Okay, here's, here's the deal why. with that. At the time that we went to Milford Sound, the roads out there were closed. We don't know if that's going to be a new thing or not, um, but basically due to flooding, they had it all, the certain road to get out to the sound to catch the boat was closed off, but it was only closed to normal vehicles. 
what the only thing that was allowed to drive out there was private booked buses. Well, they had convoys. And so all the buses, they only allowed three in a day and three out a day because it was only one-way roads because the road had been washed away and there was all these things. So certain times of the day, they would let a bus convoy come through. And so basically, we had to take a bus from Teanu out to Milford Sound, and we had to meet all the other buses and all go in together instead of taking our own personal vehicle and enjoying the drive out there. We also found out that you could have taken the bus from Queenstown and driven. It's just a really long day. Long day. Yes. And so part of the experience of Milford Sound is the drive from Teanu out to Milford. It is so beautiful. I mean... One of the prettiest things I've ever seen. The it was just like breathtaking. You're mm-hmm. and, and it's so isolated. There's nobody else out there except, of course, us and all the buses because we were with the entire like tourist population because we all had to be jam packed together. And we're talking. Kim took a picture of or a video of it uh, when we stopped to let the convoy through. What was it like? Sixteen buses. I, I didn't lined count up them. But massive it was buses. Endless. Yeah. yeah, endless. And so now we're all okay. So. To say that that is part of the experience. If we could have driven out there in our van and just had like the wide open spaces and stopped and took pictures and stopped and had lunch, like that was part of it. And that part was taken away because we were now on these buses with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other tourists because we all were forced to now go in this together at the exact same time. And I jokingly say this because we learned this on that bus. Our bus driver said that there are 30 million sheep in New Zealand, there are 5 million people. There is six times the number of sheep. There are 5 million cows and 5 million people. We literally felt like one of those cattle animals in that bus. Yeah. And it, yeah. And so you take the bus out there and then you're, you know, uh, what's the word? Like delayed. You're time. delayed. And then you, ha- then you're kind of shuffled onto your cruise with a whole bunch of other people And yes, let's not take away from the beauty of the sound. The Milford sound is beautiful. It's very beautiful, but it's, you're taking a boat with, you know, a bunch of other people. Fighting for a place to take pictures. Fighting for a place to take pictures. And you, you go up the sound. It's a 90 minute ride all together. You go up. It's beautiful. You see, you know, it, the, the mountains and the, the waterfalls, waterfalls and all the things. And then you turn around and you come back. And that's it. That was it. And then you get on the bus and you go back home for another two hours. We spent four and a half hours on the bus to get out there. Yeah. So, but I do want to add mm-hmm. the, the, the positives to that. Number one, we had beautiful weather. More beautiful than they they said they've seen in yeah. a long time. They say you cannot see the tops of the mountains because of the fog and the cloud layer and the, the mist and the it's rain. It's the and rainiest the, part of New Zealand. Correct. And so we had a perfectly clear day. Mm-hmm. The mountains were just in all of its glory, mm-hmm. right? Just sitting there. Secondly, the waterfalls were absolutely beautiful and it was really cool. Our our tour driver or our boat captain mm-hmm. was so inform- like he had so much information about the sound, which was really cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, how those the sound was formed is literally why it's considered one of the what is it? The like, so some people call it the eighth wonder of the world. Correct, because it was five glaciers that then melted and then now formed this sound. Which was absolutely incredible to think that maybe people were walking 
along what's now the waterway that were big glaciers. Yeah. It is really beautiful. And the mountains are beautiful and they're limestone and they're gorgeous. So it's, again, it's a beautiful, it was a beautiful experience, but because of what we had to go through to get there and it, it tacked on two days of our trip, it wasn't worth it to us. It felt very touristy. It felt like Aaron said, it felt like kind of cattle, like we were being herded and it just, it, you were fighting people. There were so many people just in your face all the time, pushing you around, trying to get pictures. And so in that regard, it wasn't worth it. Correct. It absolutely wasn't worth it. I wish we would have stayed in Queenstown. I wish we would have bungeed and taken an extra day there because that experience to me was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. And Queenstown was literally one of my favorite places. It was so fun. Favorite places. So and that again goes to the personality of the people traveling. Yeah. And what you like and what your interests are. That being said, our original plan for Milford Sound was to drive out an hour and a half and camp in the National Park. So we would have been in the National Park. We could have walked around. We could have gone down and, and did our own thing and then drove the hour and a half to the Sound and done the boat. And that would have been a very different experience. Which we would have got off our own van and boarded our own boat yeah. at our own time. Exactly. So anyways, just something to think about. And that was... Milford Sound was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, it was. Just being honest. It was. Yeah. Okay. Number five. This is the last one. This is the last thing we wish we would have done differently. And it does segue into what we just talked about. Yeah. It does. We Go ahead. Like, no, go ahead. Okay. We wish we would have done more activities. Mm-hmm. We, okay, so here's the thing with that. Activities, obviously we know cost money. So it depends on your budget. We are trying to be conscious with money because we're traveling for the entire year. Granted, we have set a budget. We've completely blown through that budget, which we are going to talk about. I think it's going to be next week's episode. We're going to talk about budget um, and be very specific with that. We've blown through the budget. Um, But we did have a buffer for this trip, though. But yeah, we did have a bit of a buffer. We knew this was going to be more expensive than any of our other travels. But it costs money and it costs time. And so we made some decisions not doing activities and we wish we would have done more because us specifically, we love activities as part of like our interest. We love, you know, having a day planned where we're going and experiencing cool things and it's like a specific vibe and got to say my favorite day personally was Queenstown. We literally woke up in a beautiful campsite that we could walk into the main part of town, which again, I absolutely love. There's the ease, right? We don't have to leave our campsite, put out chairs to make sure nobody takes our campsite, and then drive into town, park the van somewhere. This literally, we parked it, we got out, we walked. It was the main part of Queenstown. Yeah. We literally went jet boating, which again is going to be another amazing video. So fun. So much fun. We came back to our campsite. Or we stopped, literally, we went and got fur burgers, which were absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. We went and sat by the water. I put my backpack down. Uh, Kim laid on me. We literally just laid there under the sun and watched all the other jet boats and ate our fur burgers and watched the birds. And I taught Kim to skip stones. Literally one of my favorite days. We came back. We took a naked nap. And then yeah. for Kim's birthday, with all of our... Vi- that's another thing oh, we should God. talk about. <laughs> yeah, there's Can't not really... a whole lot of space or privacy there's no adulting. For, for adult time, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> no. We had, to get, we had to get creative. We literally <laughs> put the word, don't come a-knocking when our bands are rocking. <laughs> anyway. Cover your small ears. Sorry, we should have said that before. But um, we were just listening to music and dancing, basically, adult time. Yeah. 
Um, and so then we got ready and we walked down to and had an amazing dinner, found some live music. The guy was literally the best live musician I've ever seen mm-hmm. and had a great night talking to some Americans, some Irish people. It was phenomenal. It was one of the best days. Highlight. So we like the activity leading to whatever we want to do. And I just want to get this. It goes back to like kind of what we were talking about in the beginning of know thyself. Like we realized on this trip, we are people that we were, we like to be close to the action. So it's like we were in this beautiful campground surrounded by mountains that we could walk in, get a coffee, get breakfast, get lunch. Again, we're in a camper van. Essentially, we should be cooking all these things on our own. And we did. We did. We did a lot of meals on our own. Let's be clear. But we prefer to walk in, grab a meal, get a cup of coffee, go sit by the lake. And just the ease of it where there were campgrounds that were further from town, more isolated, more quiet, not as much hype, not as many people. But if you wanted to come into town, you would then have to pack it up and drive into town and do the whole thing. And we like to be close to the action. We're still a young, hip couple. We are. (laughs) I'm 34. We can still party with the 20-year-olds. And I'm still cool. Exactly. So the activities we wish that we would have done are... The glowworms. So New Zealand is known for having glowworms, and there's tons of different glowworm things you can do. A lot of them are super touristy, but the best reviews and from talking to other travelers Underworld and Underworld Adventures. The best one to do is on the West Coast and it's called Underworld Adventures. And you literally are going through a cave on a tube. And you're exploring different caves and seeing the glowworms and stuff. And I thought that would have been. And really you take a cool. train, like a little through the rainforest. Through the rainforest, yeah. I mean, literally would have been amazing. That's one thing I'm kind of kicking. And Kim for. and I both had glowworms as a kid. We had glowworm toys. I had a green one. I had a pink one naturally named Glowy. How funny is that? That I had a green one. You had a pink one, and those, and those are, are our colors. colors. That's funny. And was it yours, Oscar? No. What you made that up. Kim, Kim named my glowworm Oscar. <laughs> Wait, what was which your... we didn't even know each other. What was your name? What I was... didn't have a name for it. I won't. He was just you. glowy. You ha- Mine was glowy. You oh. just stole my name. Okay. We're way Okay. You just stole. You just literally stole my name. I called him Green Monster. I don't you know. You did not. You called him Oscar. Okay. okay. Wish we would have done the glowworm. Oscar worms. was my Cabbage Patch doll. That's right. Yeah. Mine was Jolene. Okay. <laughs> Jolene. Jolene. Oh, which that guy sang, which was, God, was literally crazy. amazing. We digress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Glowworms. Um, we skipped the glowworms because, A, it was expensive. It was like, what, $100 a person or 70 175 a person. Was it? Yeah. No. Yeah, for the whole tour, for that big tour, it was. So in U.S. dollars, it would have been over $100 a person. So we skipped it because it was expensive. We also skipped it because we it were... It was a four-hour tour. And we were driving down to the Franz Joseph Glacier that we wanted to get to. By the time we got there, there was a storm, and we couldn't see it. And so we had to skip it anyways, which was such well, right, a bummer. right, but that would have been from Carter's Beach, where we were. The glowworms were 20 minutes from there. Yeah. If we would have went there, it was it a four-hour tour. Yeah. And then we had another four-hour drive to Franz Joseph. Yeah. So we... It wasn't, Can't do that. It wasn't four hours. Three hours. Yeah. It was two... All right, whatever. whatever. Three. Okay, so we wish we had done that. We wish that for the Fran Joseph Glacier, they had these cool tours where, because if you you can hike to the glacier, but you you can't get close to it. You can only see kind of like the rim of it. Mm-hmm. 
but they have tours that you can actually go and walk on the glacier with like the crampons with a guide. And I think that would have been, and they also have helicopter flights. I was more interested in the actual walking on it. I agree. I thought that would have been really cool. That would have been with a guide. That, that would have been a cool thing. Uh, whitewater rafting. We really wanted to do. Um, whitewater rafting here is really adventurous. They do have like, you drop off some like uh, little like waterfall areas and. So in Rotorio, the one that we were going to do, which again is on the North Island, mm. another reason we were going to go is it's, I think it's like one of the only whitewater raft in the world that you actually go down. I forget the meters, but it's the largest commercial drop. waterfall drop that you go down. And I we were like, that would be really badass. Didn't do that. And the bungee, obviously we've already talked about that. And then the last thing is, um, Brewster's Hut. So New Zealand is known for mountain huts. It's like a really cool thing that you hike up, you spend the night and it's kind of like dorm style and you do have to reserve your spot at a lot of them. Some of them are first come first serve, but the bigger ones, more popular ones are you have to reserve. And so we were going to hike up to Brewster's in Mount Cook, but we weren't sure exact dates and we weren't, we just weren't sure. So I never booked it. Come to find out, you need to book in advance because they book up in the summer super quick. But that's one thing I really wish we would have done because I thought it would have been a cool New Zealand experience. And again, one thing, if you don't know, there are different styles to where they do have different types of amenities. But the one that we were going to do is you literally have to buy some ramen noodles or something at the grocery store, pack that in your pack, hike up three hours to this place or four hours, depending on your you know, abilities, it is kind of grueling. And then you're camping there with all the other people that did it. And you get to know people and share stories and you go to bed and then you wake up in the morning and you hike back down. And that's yeah. like a really cool experience that would have been out of our comfort zone, sleeping in a bunk with a bunch of other people. It's something we really wanted to do and we didn't get to do that. Yeah. So all the reasons to come back mm -hmm. all and, and get a car. <laughs> or a bigger rig. And a bigger, or a bigger rig. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are, again, these are just our own personal experiences, but those are the things that we wish we would have done differently, knowing what we know now and just kind of leaving it. Cause I guess this will probably be the last New Zealand pod that we really do. Cause we're about to transition into a whole, we're going to South America. So we'll have a lot more to say about that. But New Zealand in a whole is honestly, somebody described it as when Hawaii meets Alaska. And has a baby. And has a baby. And it is so Couldn't beautiful. Be and if you're somebody who likes the outdoors and likes to get out and likes to hike and also enjoys, like, there's lots of, like, Queenstown is, is like, a happening town where there's great Auckland. food. Auckland. Every meal that we've had here, and again depending on if you're someone who's going to eat all your meals in your van or be like us and go out to eat quite a bit. We had amazing food. We and had amazing really food. And I got to say, this is the only country outside of the United States that I've ever seen that caters to the vegan vegetarian. Oh. Um, like literally we have to ask, even in the United States, do you have almond milk? Do you have soy milk? Do you have uh, yeah. coconut milk? They literally, every place has it. A lot of places don't even have cow's milk anymore. Yeah. And, and so that. that was really cool. It was very easy. I will say to pull into a grocery store. They're everywhere to stock up on food and water yeah. and things like that. So it's very convenient. Yep. Um, the internet sucked a fat one. Mm -hmm. um, they do have a really good internet to surf, to map, to do the things like that um, in, in a lot of certain areas. 
they do not have upload speed. I, I run a speed test every time and we would have great internet for just surfing and, and doing different yeah. things, but nothing for uploading videos. So if you are a content creator, just know that that is an issue. Yeah, that being said, I got a Spark uh, SIM card at the airport and I pretty much have had service, great service everywhere where I've been able to use my phone except in a couple super remote areas. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think... New Zealand should be on everyone's bucket list. 100%. It's just such an incredible experience. It's so beautiful. Words can't even describe, like, just the beauty of this place that we were laughing the other day because we were just like, oh, another waterfall. Oh, another crystal blue lake. Oh, it's oh, like another most beautiful thing I've ever yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, it's kind of just like, come on, New Zealand. It's like every t corner you turn, it's just beautiful. Can you be boring? Yeah, you know, it's just impossible. I just need a drive where I can just focus Not on the pull road. Over. Right. Yeah. And so and then I want to add too, the Kiwi people are absolutely fan freaking tastic. The nicest people. And they have literally they're the best tour guides and they work in restaurants. Like they've done it all. They come here to experience it. And we've run across a lot of people that are here on a year visa. And they're just here to work and to experience. And so they have the best recommendations. Yep. And so you can literally, if you ask questions, if you put down your phone, if you talk to people, the old style, you will have the best experience. 100%. 100%. It's a must do. Let's leave it at that. Yeah. And yeah, and I this kind of sums up the whole New Zealand experience. It does. And again, if you guys have questions please reach out to us. The best way to reach out is through DM on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. Um, we are Kim and Aaron G across all platforms. So YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can email us at ask at freedomandscrubs.com. Everything will be in the show notes. Um, but we really love to help everybody out as much as we can because that's what we look for. Um, and hopefully you guys took something away and had some fun with us on this podcast because I really think it was a good one. Yeah, I had fun. I love talking about this. It's so too. fun. I can't wait to like take the pod on the road this year with all of our travels and just kind of just be sharing about all the experiences that we're having globally and just like, I don't know, I'm just excited. Me I too. Like who knows what's going to happen. I'm just like excited to like take y'all with us and I agree. let's do it. All right. Well, we'll see you next week in the United States. Ah! Oh, shit. I don't want to. <laughs> I am excited to see LaRue. I am too. Oh, Mimi. Me, me. Puppy. Her come with us too. I'm going to put her in my backpack. I know. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.